Welcome, everybody, to episode 15 of the Big Ben and Friends podcast. I'm your host, Big Ben Ortmans, and uh, this week we're going to be getting to know one of my friends from the pro wrestling business a little bit better. This man, honestly, in my opinion, truly needs no introduction, but for those of you who don't know him, first of all, shame on you. Uh, second of all, this guy here was one of the original UWA OGs, and for any of you guys who are watching this and you're not familiar with Ontario Independence, UWA is this mythical company that they're, the legend of them grows to this day. Uh, I never understood it. And being honest, when it was going on, it was a little bit, it was advanced for my mind to comprehend, but looking back on it, it created so many different uh, incredible talent. They brought in so many different amazing talent. Um, and it was actually looking back on it was so big and important for the growth of Ontario independent wrestling. And this guy here was a huge, huge part of that. Um, he's been a mainstay in the Ontario independence for God knows how long, um, but he's, he doesn't get his just due. I'll just say that uh, he's been a former and he was, he's been a former crossbody pro wrestling heavyweight champion. He's been a former crossbody pro wrestling internet champion. He's legitimately one of my favorite human beings. And he's the only friend I know that has fought a power ranger for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Lionel Knight. <laughs> okay. Yo, we got We got to start off with the power ranger story. Is well, it kind of, well, here's the thing. In my opinion, it kind of almost leads into the first question. Like, like, I, text, like, I texted like, you, like, you the question. Yeah, yeah, I texted you the question. I was like, hey, this is what I normally ask my, uh, my friends and all that jazz and whatever. Uh, it's the first question on all the podcasts. Anybody who's listening already knows what's coming. Um, so it was kind of a nice little lead-in because I always felt that we were buddies before this, but I genuinely felt that this was the day where I was just like, I'm going to take a bullet for this man one day, and I'll be so happy to do so. Um, <laughs> But the first question I have to ask is, well, first of all, you know what? How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm all right. I'm all right. COVID-19 sucks, but... Fuck yeah! I'm all right, man. Holding up. Doing my yep. thing. How's you, what baby? You, I'm doing okay, man. I'm just uh, I'm trying to keep busy. Just trying to, uh, to keep my mind occupied. Just trying to, uh, to keep my creative brain, you know, trying to keep it sharp. Just trying to... Just trying to... Just trying to keep busy, you know? Yep. Like this... Uh, you know, things seem to be starting to uh, to be taking a little bit of a turn for the good at the moment. So it's just one of those things where you just got to be prepared and stay prepared. And, uh, you know, it's the old, you know, as the old saying goes, just like if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Right. So I'm, I see the light at the end of the tunnel finally starting to, to be a realistic thing. So I'm just trying to do my best to, to prep for that and just to, uh, to just build everything that I've been doing previous but you know try to expand on that like that's why i did this podcast is one of the reasons why you know i, I wanted to get to know my friends better obviously and uh it gives, gives me an excuse to chat with my friends for over an hour and get some face time with people but at the same time too uh it forced me to which was my immediate goal which i've been procrastinating on for way too long but it forced me to learn how to get into video editing and start to learn little wow. tricks and all that jazz because this is very much a diy project at this point right um, Aiden Prince helped me out with the graphics and all that jazz, but, uh, in regards to the rest of it, all the editing, everything, like everything is, is me at this point. Like I record, I do all, I get all my guests. I, I mean, not that I, I should have anybody else that does that, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's been something that, uh, has been able to help me grow. So just trying to well, keep busy. 
Shout out to Aiden Prince because he told me about this that what you're doing. He said it's pretty cool, and uh, he told me if you if I would do it regardless. But he's like, yo, when if Ben reaches out to you, do it because it's, 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 it sounds like a lot of fun. I said, okay, cool. So when Aiden co-signs it, you know it's like that guy's a sweetheart. He's a gem. One of my favorite people too. So uh, if he co-signs something like that, usually it's like it's a done deal, you know. Yeah, and, and I, I love that guy so goddamn much, man. Um, so I appreciate that he first yeah, of all yeah, that he did yeah. that. Thanks, Princey. You're a you're a good brother. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, the the thing is, is that I'm I'm not trying to make this like a regular podcast. You know, like I'm it's it's weird to try to. Uh, it's been I'm having I've been having a hard time getting certain guests that I've wanted because you are stupid. All I'm telling them is like, hey, I've got this podcast. Would you like to be on it? And for me, if I was any one of them, I'd be like, oh, man, you're just another one of those guys who's trying to get dirt and you're trying to put yourself over. And this isn't I don't want to do like a shoot interview and get myself heat. And it's just like you haven't listened to the show. That's <laughs> I, I couldn't try to stay further away from that than I possibly do. Like I've got like a line of, you know, I've got a bit of a format here that I use. You'll find out. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the whole point is to is to avoid all that stuff because I, I don't care. You know, I don't want to shoot on anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I want to get to know my friends better. And I want the audience who tunes into these things to get to know not just myself, but my guests better. Because in my opinion, that's what makes us relatable. And that's what helps get people to to understand us better as performers is to understand us better as human beings. It just makes us yeah. a lot more relatable. So because the line is, is very much... Uh, I, I, you, you can walk that line now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I figure why not get to, why not, it's an opportunity for me to kind of, again, get to know my buddies better and it's an opportunity for anybody listening to to get to basically be a fly on the wall in a conversation between two buddies, you know? Yeah, okay, yeah. So what if, what if sorry, go, go, go ahead, continue. No, 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 I just said it's a good idea. Oh, well, thank you. Um, but yeah, what, what have you been up to during all of this stuff? Man, work, a lot of work, a lot of, uh, a lot of overtime. Because I'm an essential worker as well, right? So Same. So I got I, pretty lucky. And it sounds like you did too. Stop overtime. It's just been crazy, man. It's just been honestly just a lot of, a lot of work, a lot of work. That was, that was me for the first – actually, it's been me the entire time. But I remember mm. when this all first started going down – and my bosses didn't really have any answers for me as to why we weren't taking any time off and why we weren't following the protocols and all that stuff. It was a going to work every day was something that I was dreading just because nobody knew what was going on. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. scary. Are, are we putting ourselves in harm's way? And yeah, then yeah. I, I, I remember specifically seeing uh, a, a particular wrestler. I don't want to put them on blast just because I'm not trying to shout at anybody's hard times, but I saw one particular wrestler like complaining about how little money they had just because they weren't able to work and serve and all that stuff. And then yeah. It, yeah. it was that moment that I was just like, Oh, like shit. Like I'm actually one of the lucky ones here. Like, yeah. 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 I went, Fact. I went from like immediate like anger and confusion as to why am I doing this to like instant, like, Oh my appreciation God. yeah 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 it's because for me it's the same thing i was actually getting upset with my bosses because like yo listen um if we're putting our lives and our families at risk that's already crazy enough to me and then you're just because i was just like if i'm gonna do this if this is if this if this is not a dangerous job i should be getting paid way more and they're like no they're trying to give me the runaround at first and then it wasn't until yeah tweets came out about 
how other wrestlers who basically live only on wrestling were like, hey, man, I'm not making any money. Or I just, it just changed everything for me too. I was like, holy, after this, it's about a month, a month and a half in, I was like, holy smokes, like not wrestling one month sucks enough, but imagine not wrestling four or five months. And yeah. that's like your main income. You got a kid or whatever the case may be. So shout out to all the wrestlers who, who live on wrestling. I hope there's a way for you guys to make money and hopefully you can take care of your families and hopefully wrestling comes back because it's, it's a big blow and it sucks. It really does suck. So it's been fascinating though, for me, at least anyway, I don't know for you, just cause like, I, I know that you're one of those guys who like, you, you just live your life, baby boy. You don't give a fuck about what's going on on the internet, all that stuff or whatever. You don't care about who's doing what you just, you care no, about, no. you care about Lionel. And, but I mean that in the best way possible. Like I genuinely wish that I had that. Yeah. Um, but you, uh, but it's been genuinely fascinating just to kind of see what people have been doing with their time and, or not doing with their time. If, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like it, it's, it's been great to see certain people grow from a physical standpoint. Cause you're like, Oh wow. Some people actually really took this seriously. And they're just like, shit, I got nothing but time. Mark Wheeler. <laughs> Mark, Mark Wheeler. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to blow, blow this out too much uh, out of proportion just because, I don't want people to have like this over expectation, but I'm telling you right now, the one that's going to turn the most amount of heads when people actually see what he looks like right now is pretty Ricky. Oh, yeah? Fuck yeah. Like I was like, uh, I remember the first time I invited him down, like to the gym, once we were able to actually open up for non-contact training and I invited certain people to come down and just get some workouts in. He took me up on it, and when he when he came in the door, I was just like, "God damn it!" <laughs> I actually was like, "Who the fuck is that?" And then like, yeah. pretty Ricky, he's even prettier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. my my boy, he grew he, up. He's another one. I think he's gonna be one of those hidden gems. Like, you're not. He's gonna be way bigger than what people ever thought because his work ethic, his 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 creativity, his way to entertain is like. Man, I, right now to me, in terms of entertainment, he's probably the best in Ontario right now. Like he is, he's you going can, above and beyond. He's I, going above and beyond to make sure that his stuff sticks. And he does a good job, man. He's he's, he's dope. I love that guy. I love that guy. I, I honestly think that it's a bit of a, I don't think we're doing him enough fucking justice. I I, 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 I think that he's one of the most entertaining people in this country. I don't think Ontario. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I completely agree because I there's even times where I DM this guy. I'm like, yo, bro, listen, you need to get signed. <laughs> you need to get signed. These ideas you have, you need to get signed, man. See, people have been saying this for, for a long time right now. And the cool thing is, is like what you're saying about like that people need to realize all this stuff is, is, uh, is something that I realized a long time ago. And I'm not trying to be that guy where I'm just like, oh, I saw this in him before everybody else did. But uh, what a lot of people don't know and – this should actually be out there already, but I accidentally fucked up the audio because uh, I, I filmed a, a podcast with Ricky and we talked about this, but we'll re-record it and whatever. But Ricky, Ricky to me has been family for a while um, because as you know, Brady is one of my, like, he, I don't even consider him a best friend. He's my brother. He's family to me. Right. So Brady was, uh, Brady was going through a bit of a hard time there. Like, at one point and like his health was real shitty and where he was and where I was, I just, I, I couldn't get to him and I couldn't be there for him to help him. And just, I don't even, I don't even know really why, but like 
Ricky just stepped up and this was like before like Ricky was like he was still refing at this point mm-hmm. and uh he just was there for him all the time like he became like Brady's right hand man for me and would like take care of my buddy for me when I couldn't be there to take care of him myself and uh I always always appreciated that and like the one day we were doing this thing where uh Brady was like helping insane clown posse promote a, a concert in Windsor or outside of Windsor I can't remember but uh Brady was like the the dude that was like in charge of it and he brought me in for the day and like paid me to basically just to pretty much hang out with them but to be his security guy and all that stuff and I just remember he put out a message to like his the people that he thought would be good helpers he's just like hey if you want to come down and make like a nice little chunk of change I just we need this help for this 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 and this Ricky was there like didn't even like flinch he was just he was there he did all the work like he fucking he took break like that was the, there was just I remember that day specifically where I was just like okay whatever I can do for this guy going forward I'm going to and yeah. then there was one day when I started to notice like he was starting to do more videos and like I was like wow like this guy's actually really like talented trying like there's there's yeah, yeah. definitely something there and mm-hmm. I remember just as he started doing this we were doing a seminar with Elgin I, I think it was and um whoever the blue ribbon champion was at the time, I want to say it was Jake Jones. Yes, it was Jake Jones. He showed up and he had to drop the title because he was having some health problems and he needed some time off. So he basically came to work and he was like, Hey, you need to get the belt off me like today. I was like, fuck. Okay. Um, and then I'm like, I, I don't know who, cause like I had plans for, for this. Right. And there was a specific wrestler, and I'm not going to say who because I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but there was a specific wrestler where I was just like, you know what? That's my guy. That's, that's it. That's who I'm going to put it on. And I was literally about to say the person's name. Like, you know the, that deal where, like, as you're about to say something, like something else happens, and you're just like, you kind of catch yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically that's what happened. I was literally about to say this wrestler's name, and then as I was saying that, Ricky walked in the door. Uh, because he was late to the seminar as usual so fucking (laughs) so then all of a sudden it just it hit me like a ton of bricks i was just like wait a sec this is my guy like that was a gift that was a gift from god right then and there i was just like boom and i in that instant moment i was just like i'm going to i'm i'm gonna help this guy and uh he's he's been with me for a little under two years now, but he, he's been a pet project of mine. And I hate to say that just because like, I sound like I'm taking credit for him and I'm not, but just certain things like his game elevated just because he asked all the right questions, bro. Like he, mm-hmm. like for, like, I remember I gave him the, we gave him the belt. Uh, and then when we did the showcase series, that belt was going to be specifically for the showcase series. And so I put him in the main event the first night mm-hmm. he wins and he comes back. And I just remember, I was like, y- y- you good with that? And he's just like, you know, I, uh, and I was hope I was hoping he was going to say yes. And then I was going to sit down with him and I was going to break down. I'm like, okay, so here's what was good. Now here's where we got to like improve just because like you're in the main event and like the main event is a completely different style of psychology. <clears throat> it's everything. Everything's different. Um, 
So I'm like, everything good out there? And he's like, yeah, but you know what, man? He's just like, I just didn't feel like I fucking wrestled a main event match. He's just like, what do I got to do? And as he said that, I was like, he yeah, gets yeah, it. Yeah. He yeah. fucking gets it. Yeah. And he's just like, what do I got to do to wrestle a main event match? And I was just like, sit, 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 young fella. Let's chat. And like, we chatted for like two hours, dude. And then like, he came back and then the next time he literally, I don't think that like, you'd almost thought that he had a fucking voice recorder, like hidden somewhere, but like he took every goddamn thing that we talked about and applied it. And then he came back and he was just like, Whoa, that was different. Like I felt that one. And I was just like, like he's, he's growing. And like, he's, yeah everything like from just different stuff like as he's just been a joy to work with and just a joy to watch grow man he's so. awesome to watch man love that guy anything he, anything he puts up i watch it three four times over i'm liking it i'm sending this guy a message i'm like my god you're just he's good he's so good i can't wait to see what he does like it's one of those things where you know when a guy starts off the way he's starting off he's like okay he's doing good if he keeps this up i wonder where how far he's going to, I wonder how far, cause he's going to hit a home run for sure. I wonder how far out the park this thing's going to go. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what, that's what the wonder is now. It's not even so much if he hits it is how far it's going to go. But he's that's progressing. He's progressing at the perfect pace in my opinion, because again, like when, when he started to take off, like when we first started using him, like there was a lot of people that were just like, Oh, you need to be doing this and you need to be doing that. And I'm like, you guys need to shut the fuck up. I appreciate you guys saying all that stuff. And that's great to know that you think that he should be there. Keep thinking that he needs to be there because there's a, you can't just, the alphabet doesn't go from A to Z. You know what no. I mean? Like it goes A, B, C. There's an elemental P somewhere. There, there are steps to get to Z. You know what I mean? So let's take yeah. those appropriate steps just because um, you can't just, unless, unless you've gotten, unless you've gotten the entire alphabet, you're never going to understand the next letter. Exactly. Right. So it's not fair to put that pressure on somebody. So he's been building as far as I'm concerned, like at the, at the perfect rate. Um, but, you know, he's one of those guys that, I think that when we come back from everything, like he's going to be one of those guys that turns one of the most amount of heads just because he's been staying consistent with his, with his promos and his character development, but he's been putting in the necessary work outside of all that stuff where everybody was like, yeah, but you don't look like this. Okay. Well, fuck you. I'm going to go look like this. So now what? You know what though? I've seen a lot of, listen, wrestling has a lot of different bodies. I've seen a lot of guys with, that don't have bodies make it. And a lot of guys who have bodies not make it. So bodies don't really mean anything. It's what you produce. Exactly. It's all, all what you produce. I don't, care. I, don't care. I don't care who you are. If you are a dope wrestler, if, you are a, if you're entertaining, if you, del- if you give the crowd something that they like and enjoy and you can deliver, it doesn't matter what you look like, man. Does not matter. Yokozuna did not have a body, but he was world champion twice. So, I mean, you uh, you can't put a like you, you can't have a specific look in mind when what we're you know. I, I think the biggest thing that a lot of people don't understand is most people think that that we're in like the looks business, we're in the aesthetics business, because like you know we are in a sense. Where it's just like yeah, we got to fucking be in spandex and we've got to we've got to perform in front of a large audience. But yeah. are we in the aesthetics business or are we in the connection business? Connection, man, that's where it's at. That's right. Really where it's 
like, and I understand that it helps that connection maybe a little easier if like your aesthetics look good and stuff like that. But you know, hey, you can't, not you can't, can't tell me that Orange Cassidy needs to put some muscle on. No, he doesn't need to. He does not need to. But neither does Pretty Ricky, in my opinion. Pretty Ricky doesn't need to do any of that. Pretty Ricky needs to be Pretty Ricky. That's it. <laughs> I think you're 100% right. But I do also think that, like, the shape that he's getting himself in is only just going to add to it because it's oh, he's not sure. he's not getting, like – he's not getting Mr. Atlantis, like, fucking huge where, like, he can't move. But um, he's he's – He's filling out and he's starting to look more of a, he just looks like more of a man now that he he's looks like, like a movie star. He looks like a star. Last time yeah. I saw this guy, I'm like, this guy's a star. Yeah. Last time I saw him, last time I personally saw him, which wasn't too long ago, I looked at him like, this guy's a star. Straight out. I was so happy to see this guy. I'm like, this guy is legitimately a star. I'm not gonna say who I was with, but I saw him. I'm like, this guy's a star. Straight he's, out. He's and a gem. I'm always gonna feel that way ever since. I can't even tell you how long, but I feel like he's a star. I yeah, the, man, straight out, straight out. The, the the love that he gets in Kitchener, dude, is like there. There's nothing like that. Like the pop that he get. Like there's like this weird, crazy energy when whenever he like that is his fucking room. Like yeah, it's fly, yeah like the 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 name on the ticket and like the name on the the whatever says crossbody pro wrestling but it is the fucking pretty ricky show when we're there man it's <laughs> i love it i love it we're all just there just to make sure that we can uh that that we can play second fiddle to that guy cuz like it it dude like jim the, the crowd turned on fucking jimbo jones who is what? the nicest human being when this planet this has ever seen uh, when when he started feuding with Ricky, they the turned on Jimbo. Kitchener turned on Jimbo. Oh. Wow, that's that's yo, that's that's uh, that's that's an impossible task, man. For that's, you to be able to do that, you must be something special. Ricky, I didn't. Some special, that was n- that was not in the plans. Trust me, <laughs> <laughs> that was not in the plans. Now. Now we're gonna <laughs> let's let's segue back to uh, to on track here because I'm sure the people are wondering about this Power Rangers story. So um, oh, let's let's hear yeah, you regale the, to, uh, the the story of how uh, Big Ben and Lionel Knight became uh, became boys. Well, okay. Well, the way we became friends, the first time I actually remember meeting you was actually you. I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was. Some of your favorite wrestlers were there, man. Like, I think Tarek was there, and I think – I know Josh was there. Josh Alexander was there for sure. And we were talking – I think we were talking ball, basketball. We were talking ball. And uh, talking about the best players back in the 90s. I'm like, yo, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Talking about Sean Kemp, Charles Barkley. And then someone mentions Penny fucking Hardaway. <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh, my and God. I forgot about this. I, I lose my shit because I fucking hate Penny Hardaway. He is such a ripoff. The the problem with Penny, he's a good player, but the nerve of you, you to compare this man to Jordan ever. And then when, oh, oh, it just cringes my soul when they say Penny Hardaway at one point was considered like another Jordan. It bothers me so much. I knew he, I, I was a kid and I knew he was trash. And everyone was like, <laughs> Penny Hardaway. I'm like, and I remember specifically saying, 
fuck Penny Hardaway, and you start blurting out laughing. And that's the first time I remember. I remember that's the first time I remember Ben Orman was that specific story. That, okay, and, so and it's funny because that story is where. So you, you kind of got something mixed up there. So I didn't say Penny Hardaway. I would never say Penny Hardaway. I am Penny. a, I'm a Jordan guy. I, but I, I heard somebody Penny say Penny. Yes. As soon as you're just like, man, fuck Penny Hardaway. I instantly was just like, I don't know why. But as soon as you said that, I was just like a fucking, I was like a Rottweiler, bro. I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah fuck Penny Hardaway. He's a garbage. He was galore. And then what it was too was, because here's the thing. I didn't know Josh or Tarek were in a basketball like that. Because I thought I was the only guy in the basketball for some reason. Right. But they were into it. Like, Josh is a stats guy. Josh will give you the stats. Like, yo, this is why this guy's not that good. He's not as Like, he'll if, if you have to pick a wrestler who could be a coach, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to pick Josh because he's looking for, like, efficiency on another level. So I'm really? going to go for – So I, di- I didn't know Josh was in the ball like that. I didn't know Tarek was in the ball. And I didn't know you were in the ball. And then when I said the fuck Penny Hardaway shit, I'm like, okay, we, there's, more, there's more to us bonding than just wrestling. And you know what I mean? Because you think it's only wrestling, and then you actually talk to a person. It's like, yo, we actually like this. We like this. We like this a lot of the similar, the same similar shit, right? So yeah, that's the first time I remember meeting you. Now, wow, the, fuck, the, I the, forgot the, about the, that. Thank you so much yeah, for fucking yeah. bringing that back up. I, I, oh I man, a lot of weed, but my memory's still pretty good. Um, ah, good stuff. I the, the now here's the thing: the, the the Power Ranger story. The Power Ranger story is a different story altogether. So. <sighs> Wait, how do you want to start this, Ben? Do you want to you want to you want to go back and forth thing? Do you want to? So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this at a at a certain point just because I don't. You want you have to start it. I don't want to get us into trouble. Um, but well, I'll tell you afterwards. But all right, all right, all right. All right. So, um, so we were at a comic con and uh, I got asked to. By a guy who doesn't, I, I don't say his name on the show. Fuck him. Uh, asked me to help book yeah, a yeah. slew, a slew of like an like it was like three or something like that shows uh, throughout the course of the day for this Comic Con thing because he had his crew elsewhere and they couldn't make it back in time. It was like a two or three day thing, but he only needed me and like our what I called the B squad, uh, jokingly, for for that day. So. I'm putting these shows together and next thing I know, like in between the second and third show, like there was this next thing I know, like there was some dude that was like punching on one of the wrestlers. And then I went to go and stop it. And then uh, I went to go and try to like calm the, the, the kid down who had hit one of the wrestlers. And then next thing I know, he winds up punching me in the throat. And then I was about to hit him and then it just dawned on me. I'm like, ah, oh, that's not a good idea. So like, I just grappled him and I took him down and like, I got on top of him and I was just basically holding him there um, until the security got there. And I was trying to like calm him down, but he was not calm. Like he was getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And then at one point in time, he like, he bit my hand and it just angered me because it was like this weird thing where like, it was like <clears throat> literally a few days before that, one of my coaches put in my, in the, in like, in my head, he's just like, if any man bites another man, they deserve to die. And I don't know why that just like all of a sudden, like, Oh, this guy does. So I like, I, I, I hit him with two punches. And then as I went to go and hit him with a third, uh, third one, I looked down and his face was fucking a mess. And I was like, Oh man, I fucked up. So I'm like, literally I'm apologizing to this kid after I kind of like snapped out of it. Long story short, um, security gets him out of there. Uh, 
I'm trying to put this third show together, but now there's like security and police involved and all of a sudden. It's all intense. It's all intense. It was fucking crazy. So I took myself off the show so I could deal with all that stuff. And then I was trying to get you guys to, to keep the show moving. So then that way we wouldn't put any attention onto all this other stuff. So next thing I know, as the third show is going on, I'm sitting there speaking to a police officer because he comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, do you finally got a second? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I look over and I just see a commotion. And I see, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, I want to say it was Steve Brown had you on his shoulder and carrying no, he was, you. The, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was holding me back. He was holding me back for sure. Carrying but you I wasn't the gonna... other way, and you're like yelling at in this direction. And I'm like, I looked at the police officer, and I was just like, hey, can you give me a second? And he laughs. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I walked over to you, and then it was what you said after that that made me like, oh, my God, I love this guy. But maybe you can fill in the blanks, and then we'll hit that line so, afterwards. So, so what it was was uh, – so the, the situation with you happened. Um, they bring him to the back. <laughs> Yellow Power Ranger <laughs> comes to the back. I don't know how she even got there. She comes to the back, but I think she had a handover with her. Somebody was with her, and she's cussing us all out. She's just like, "You guys are pieces of shit. You guys are all garbage." I should get you guys sued. She's cussing us the fuck out. She's thinking that we, as wrestlers, beat him up. Yeah, and that wasn't the case at all. So I'm like trying to, I was trying to like explain it to her. I'm like, like. Because she was just yelling. She's really just yelling at every one of us. You probably didn't notice because you're talking to the cop, but she was cussing every one of us the fuck out. Had no and clue what was going on. So she's doing I'm like, and I'm trying to get her to calm down. And she just points at me like, you, you piece of shit. She's slapping on me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then she says something about uh, how you basically beat this kid up and how you should go to jail. I just lost my shit. I just started cussing her the fuck out. Steve sees how pissed off I'm getting. Steve sees I'm so mad. He almost feels like I might attack this woman. I wasn't. I would never do that. But he's looking at me like I've never seen Lionel that mad. Because no, I'm not mad. I don't get mad. Like you're passionate. I never, I never get mad. I never really get. No one's really seen me get pissed ever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to see that, Steve's like, "Holy fuck!" Let me just pull this guy back a little. So what you now see is me basically cussing her out. And then when you you come over, you're like, "Yo, Lionel, what happened?" I'm like, "Yo, this bitch called you an asshole." And She's saying how you did this and did that, whatever, whatever. And you look over and you're like, fucking bitch. And you hug me like, I love you, man. You're like, I remember you hugging me because of that. You're like, I love you, man. I love you so much for that. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, she's just talking so much shit. And it's just, because the thing was, too, you got cops there. You got, you don't know who you have there, right? Kevin yeah. Nash is there. <laughs> Kevin Nash is there. So Kevin, you're saying yeah. all this shit. <laughs> you're saying all this shit about these wrestlers. <laughs> I'm a wrestler and I'm going to defend wrestling to the day I die. If you are a piece of shit in wrestling, but you're talented, I will defend the fact that you're talented, even though you're a piece of shit. That's the way I am. I won't defend the fact that you're a piece of shit, but I will speak up on your talent. I'm just gonna. I'm always gonna try to protect the business. So when you go ahead and talk shit about wrestlers jumping a fan, and if that shit hits the, if that shit hits media or whatever, that could have been bad for us. You don't know, man. I'm. I'm, I'm not making anyone fuck up wrestling for me or the future. Period. So I just. Took, I got pissed. A hundred percent. And like what I got out of that story was, I was just like, where I kind of, cause I didn't know, again, I didn't know what was going on. So yeah, yeah, when no you cool. told me, like, I, I calmed you down. I'm like, Lionel, what's going on? And you were just like, yo, this girl, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wait, what? And you're just like, this power Rangers going off on us and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wait, 
Power Ranger. And I'm like, why are you so, and I'm like, why are you so angry? And he's just like, because she said that you were an asshole, man. And she's like fucking cursing you out. She was saying that you were an asshole. And I'm like, wait a sec. You flipped out because like, she's talking shit about me. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. And I'm just like, bro, bro. I, I literally like calm down, calm down. I'm like, and then I put my arm I'm like, dude, I fucking love you. Yeah, yeah, you that, don't understand. I fucking love you. I'm There's like, more to I, that story though. There's more to that day actually too. If you remember. You refresh remember. my, me- refresh my memory. We also played a prank on everybody. It was, so, <laughs> yes. it was so intense. Yep. It was so intense. We like, like we need to do something to like, take and, the it pressure was, off. and it was, it's kind of weird because it was almost perfect the way that it ended up happening because with, with what ended up happening, we needed something to break this tension. And like, there was this rib that I wanted to, uh, to do where you and you were, I had you and Tyler Thomas booked for the main event. And, uh, I wanted to put Tyler over, but I was, put on the board that that you were going over and it was just the old like ah let's try to like have fun with some of the boys and blah 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 so and the whole thing was is that you were going to come back and like you were going to like yell at him and like put him in his place and all that shit and it was just gonna (laughs) it was just gonna be a fun little like just to try to get everybody you know make everybody laugh and just kind of a fun way fun way to end the night and then we but we put that together like earlier in the day and then all that shit happened and then yeah, next thing true. I know is all of this stuff is going down. And then as it's starting to calm down, I'm just like, oh. I literally, I take a fucking breath. And as I take a breath, Bishop comes up to me. Like oh. as I'm, <laughs> as, as I like exhale and he's just like, bro, bro, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but <laughs> you better fucking fix this or I'm going to fuck that guy up. And I'm like, <laughs> Cause I had, I forgot at this point and I'm like, yeah, excuse yeah, yeah. me. And, <laughs> and, he, and he's just like, if your boy just pulled one over on my fucking boy in the middle of that fucking ring, just now we're fighting. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just like, wait a sec. What, what happened? Cause I could see how angry he was. And I'm just like, Oh, this is going to be great. And, uh, and then he's just like, fuck man, that fucking kid. And I'm just like, Hang on a sec. There's got to be something to this, dude. I'm like, uh, that, that, that's not just going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, let's see what they say when they get back. And then you got back and you were like, yo, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And then now you yeah. can just see everybody's just like, man, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Because <laughs> there's just so much fighting. And then, because <laughs> everybody's already freaked out from what just happened. So then as I'm seeing this go on, I'm like looking at you and I'm just like, Oh, this is perfect. And then yeah. as everybody's starting to get like, you could just see everybody's like, like either getting scared or like tense. No, no they were, they were going to, they were going to fight. Cause Ty, I'm like, Tyler, I'm like, listen, I go, Tyler, you got to say some disrespectful shit. You got to call me old watch. You got to say some disrespectful shit. And yeah. I'm like, this is the only way it's going to work. And we're saying this, like, as we're getting ready to go uh, wrestle, like do the match. And the only person Listen, we didn't get everybody. Let me just say this now. Shout out to Steve Brown. Because Steve Brown can see through anything that I fucking do. Every single time I'm trying to play some kind of bullshit trick, he sees right through me every time. Shout out to Steve because he saw the whole thing. He looks over, he's like, you're not fucking mad, are you? But he knew the whole time. He's the only one. But everyone else was like, I remember Buck was, was, 
Buck Gunnerson was there. He was like, yo, hey, man, you need to chill. He was telling Tyler, yo, you need to chill. Watts was there. He's ready to fight this boy. Bishop Dude, wants to fight him. Jimmy Cordera's – I was watching Jimmy, Jimmy Cordera's get fucking yeah, yeah, weird yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. as you're cutting this promo, then you're just like – you could see you're like, okay, it's time to wrap this up. And then you're yeah, just yeah, like yeah, – and yeah. I just got to let everybody know that this is all just a fucking rib that we've been working <laughs> this whole fucking time. And I love you, dog. And then you can just see everybody like go like, wait, what? And then you're just they like – almost beat us up for that. <laughs> yeah, like literally there was almost fights for that. But then once everybody saw that like it was it was just like to try to get everybody to lighten up. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember even guys like Corderas is like, did you know about that? And I was like, yeah, I set it up. I just didn't realize that this all was going to happen after that. He's like, yeah. Thank Perfect. you. We, he's like, Perfect. he's like, we as a crew needed Need that more than yeah. you knew. And yeah, I was yeah, just like, yeah. that was probably the best rib I've been a part of just because of the circumstances that led up to it. It was <laughs> probably the best one I've done for sure. But here's the thing. It wasn't that hard to believe that you were mad because like you were literally just about ready to fight a fucking power ranger less than yeah, an hour. Like previous. A half hour ago, I was going to kill someone. And then, so they already knew I was already like, they felt I was edgy. But here's the thing. Once here's the thing with me. Once I'm, if I argue with someone, the minute I walk away from it, I'm 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 not holding that shit. I don't. Yeah, care. yeah, I'm you're done. I I I don't like gray hair on my head or fucking lines on my fucking forehead. So I'm not gonna try to stress about shit like that. <laughs> so usually when I argue, I I'm I'm over it. When I, it's funny because I did that whole thing with the Power Ranger. Then when I'm doing when I'm setting things up with with Tyler, I was I was good. I was like a kid again. I was gold. Dude, I was, was cold. So I, I and the thing was because I knew that I was already mad and people were like, "Holy shit, Lama got pissed." They're like, "Okay, he's." They just knew I was edgy already, so it just worked great. And it was perfect because like all the tension just seemed to like just disappeared, disappeared. disappeared. And you know what I noticed immediately was a lot of uh, adult gatherings. Right afterwards, we're all just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're good. It's all right, definitely let's, after party. <laughs> let's let's go home. We yeah. have had enough for the day. We are all yeah. going to sleep very, very well yeah, this yeah, evening. Facts, facts, facts. It was oh good. man, it was, a good it was a it's a definitely good way to uh, to make a good friend is uh, when oh, when yeah. when fuck someone's yeah, when someone will fight a fucking Power Ranger for you, you take care of that goddamn person in life. <laughs> That's that's love right there is what that is. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Buddy. I appreciate you, man. Now, one thing that I wanted to talk about is, uh, you know, a lot of podcasts ask this shit, but, you know, I'm trying to not be like other podcasts, but I'm genuinely curious about this because I don't even really think that I know 100%. Like, I, I do a little bit, but, like, what got you into wrestling? Like, I mean, there's this – I've always said that there's, like, this kind of a strange – like, we all think that we can do it, and we all, like, I think – everybody who watches wrestling wants to do it. But there's just that certain thing where you're just like, okay, well, what is it that made me decide to actually like cross that line of, of wanting to do it and actually just follow through with it? Like, do you remember what that was for you? So for me, it, okay, here's the thing. I've always wanted to wrestle. I was back and forth growing up as a kid. Like I want to do basketball, football, and wrestling. That was like my main three things. I, I want to do something like where I was running sweating and jumping, something fun like that. I want to do something fun. And so at first it was wrestling, then it went from basketball to football. Then I moved for, cause I, I'm born in Montreal. So I moved from Montreal to, to Brampton in 98. 98? Yeah, How 90. old were you then? I was like 14. Okay. 14. So uh, Attitude Era comes about. That shit is just, just wildfire crazy. 
And it wasn't until, so I meet this a buddy of mine in grade 10. And he and I love wrestling to the point where we're videotaping matches that we have in this basement on lunch and all that kind of shit. So we were super cool for like two and a half, three years. And then the last year of school for both of us, he's, we're in the same class. And, he, and it's funny too, Brent Banks is in the same class actually. Really? Brent, Brent Banks, me and Brent Banks went to the same school. Me and Brent Banks were in the same class. And uh, no, it's crazy. I know Brent, in terms of wrestlers, I know him the longest. Which is funny because you two have the worst fucking communication skills that I've we're known horrible. to we're possible. We're, so that's we're, we're, something that they taught in school, clearly. We're, we're real Jamaican with it. I'll tell you straight. We're real Jamaican with this shit. But, um, Which is yeah, hilarious. Yeah, Small school. side story to that is like, it's actually kind of funny because you texted me yesterday just randomly out of the blue. Like I messaged you about like a week or so just randomly just to ask how you're doing because I just I missed you. And then when you messaged me yesterday, you were asking about a specific match that you wanted to see. And then I was just like, hey, I got you. Do you want a podcast? And you're like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Why not? And then I was like, okay, cool. We do it over Zoom. And you're like, I don't know what Zoom in. I was like, oh, shit. This is the most line thing ever. So I don't do (laughs) <laughs> so i was like okay don't worry we'll get you tested out and everything and we'll 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 i'll teach you how to use that that's no problem but and as soon as you said that i was like this isn't gonna fucking happen i'm like this is ne- he's he's no it's it ain't happening and then the best part is it's like an hour later i put on my uh, social medias i'm like if you, uh, who do you want to see me like talk with in future episodes because i always do that because then it just kind of gives me ideas of who to reach out to and immediately immediately del bruno was like lionel and then like everybody was like yeah lionel 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 and i'm like <laughs> that's fucking crazy because i'd already set this up but it's just even crazier that energy, man. i got him locked down it's energy man it's, if it's supposed to go down it's supposed to go down that's what it Hell is yeah. it's energy. Um, so you and so you and the you and banks went to shit communication college and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, him, we, the way. so it's funny because here's the thing i met brent I remember be- being around Brent. We weren't like friends like that in school, but cause he came from Ottawa. She was, he was like the new guy. I just remember him cause I'm like, okay, there's like a new guy. He's like, he's tall. He's looking. Wait a sec. Weren't you the if, fucking if, new if guy? Quiet. Hold on a second, babe. Huh? How new were you? Weren't you the new guy? You just said that you moved there when you were 14. I was. Go on now. I was moved there when I was 14, but when Brent came to school, I was already, I was already in grade 11, grade 11, I think, or 12. I can't so you've remember, been there for an, so you, so you put in like an entire year or two. I put in a lot, man. <laughs> Before you were just like, you know what? New guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you got to put in a year before you could be considered a vet. So <laughs> after like three years, okay, I could just talk shit to whoever now, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I see yeah. Brent and uh, my buddy, he's, uh, he's, he's like, yo, Lionel, there's a school opening up in, this school opened up in Brampton. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, yo, and he shows me the newspaper. And on the newspaper, Steve Brown is in the background. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, and uh, uh, Stefan Elias is in an arm bar. I'm like, okay, let me go check the school out. So school gives out. We go check this place out in July. And uh, for me, it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't really necessarily want to get into wrestling, even though I love it a lot. I just want to see what a ring looks like. That was my whole reason for even going to that school. I just want to touch a ring and the ropes and holy shit and see wrestling shoes. And, and Ben, I'll tell you this. <clears throat> I walk in and the the atmosphere, everything about it just captivated me right away. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm actually, I'm actually right there. Like, I could train and possibly do a, a wrestling match. Holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, we, we um, 
stay for a bit of the class. Steve Brown's there, actually. Stay for a bit of the class. We watch these guys wrestle. And uh, my trainer, sitting down in his chair, was already taller than me. That's how big this guy was. And he stands up as this is tower of a man. And he's like, hey, let's, let's, let's have you guys go to my office and talk. So we talk for a bit, and he takes our information down. And uh, that's it. We leave. And then a month later, his son calls me. And he's like, hey, man, I heard you, you came down to the school. My dad told me you had a pretty good look to you. He, he says he thinks you could probably be a high flyer because you're a little bit smaller. He goes, would you want to come down and check it out? And I was like, okay, shit, this school is, like, recruiting me. I'm like, fuck, I felt like one of those guys <laughs> is, like, special, you know, like, one of those special talents out of nowhere that these, this school wants to just check out. So I'm like, fuck, I'll go. So I go, and uh, he's just like, yo, listen, man. I want you to do this. I want you to try. And he's just like, I'm going to give you, because the way it worked was you had $500 down payment and $200 a month you had to pay. And he's like, listen, I'm going to knock off the $500 payment. You don't worry, don't worry about the down payment. And your first month is free. I just really want you to try this. If you don't like it at any point, just stop. I'm like, all right, cool. I could do that. So the first session I come in was a Saturday. My first session I come in, it was it was over after that. I was hooked. There's nothing. There's nothing I can do after that. I had to I had to do it. But that's always. I never planned on it. I never really really like fully planned on it. I always thought it would be cool. I just didn't think there was a way to do it because I remember going on the internet and checking out schools. And the closest school I could think of was like was was Landstorm School in, in in Calgary. I'm like fuck. I got no money for that. I'm like 18, 19. I got no money for that shit. Where the fuck am I gonna go? I got no one out there to stay with. I'm not gonna do that shit. Yeah. The one uh, the opportunity came up around my house. I'm like, fuck, let me just see what happens with that. And here I am, man. Here I am. So just out of curiosity, because like this is something that I'm I'm genuinely curious about. Like when you were getting into wrestling, like because at that time, I mean, size was definitely a thing, and you're not the biggest guy. Fuck that. Uh, so it was already difficult for guys that were that weren't the the tallest or the biggest to to get in. So you're already facing that, um, and you knew damn well getting into a business, especially at that time, that being a man of color was also going to make things also very very difficult for you. So like, mm -hmm. where was your where was your motivation in regards to like, okay, I want to be like this person, and I, I this is who I see myself as. Like, was there was there somebody that kind of like inspired you? I guess in a sense where. You're just like, well, shit, Booker if he can do it, I can. Booker, yeah? Booker, Booker, Booker fucking T. It's funny because when I met Booker, I told him, I go, listen, Booker, you inspire me so much. I, I do the spit and rooney all the time. <laughs> yeah, you I, fucking do. I, I, I had to tell him. I'm like, listen, I, I, I steal that shit all the time. I'm, I'm always going to take it. That's my, that's my me paying homage to you. That's the one thing that stood out. The, like, when I saw him do it the first time, I'm like, holy fuck. First of all, Booker T stood out to me so much because I had never seen any black guys that were standouts like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm talking like when he was in Harlem Heat. Yeah. He was a star back then, you know? And I never saw any black stars that were like real stars. Like, The Rock was cool, but like, he came later. When I met, when I finally got to Brooklyn T, it was like 94, I wanna say, five. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy, he moves so smooth. Scott said it, his wrestling's pretty to watch. Booker T's wrestling is very pretty to watch. Like, the way he moves and everything was so smooth and so, like, elegant. It was yeah. just like, i never seen that before. And i never seen that, not only from a black guy, from anybody. And then to see a black guy doing it was, like, super dope to me. And then the athleticism, the way he was able to kick, and it was unreal. So he was, like, the, the biggest, like, inspiration for sure. And then Eddie Guerrero and Sean, because Eddie Guerrero is short. 
He's a small dude. He's not that tall, but the charisma on that man was just absolutely unbelievable. And it's unparalleled. And Shawn Michaels, come on. Shawn Michaels birthed like the new generation of today. So yeah, those guys are the, 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 my, like my Holy Trinity of, for of, sure. Uh, you know what I mean? And then like obviously your Mount Rushmore. Like, yeah. But my Mount Rushmore, like it, it, cause I, I have two different types of Mount Rushmore. I have a, a worker Mount Rushmore and then like, okay, you're a star, like, like Stone Cold rock, like, you know what I mean? You could have those kind of Mount Rushmore's, but if you want worker or inspirational Mount Rushmore's, Mr. Perfect's in there for me. You know, oh, Macho yeah. Man's in there for me. You know, uh, Lance Storm's in there for me. RVD, Owen Hart, Dean Malenko, <clears throat> like it, it, Jericho. It goes crazy. Like, I don't have – it's too much people, man. It's too much yeah. people. But Now, one thing, just to kind of go back into <clears throat> into the breaking in stuff, mm-hmm. did, did you ever have – like, and I asked this question to Justin, uh, to Justin Sane, and he actually surprisingly said that he, he never actually had any or ran into any of these issues. But I, I am genuinely curious, like, did you ever run into any issues like in regards to like anything, whether it be from the boys, a promoter, fans, just because of the color of your skin, like especially when you were first getting into it? No, 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 no. No, nah, you're good. The, I, I, uh, the only incident I had, it, it, was, it was weird. This is what it was. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm up north, like north, north, like the natives, mm-hmm. like north. And um, we do a show, and I uh, there's like a bar we're supposed to go to to like do some kind of like. So after the show, you do like the bar thing where you chill with and you kind of see some of the fans that are at the show, whatever. And uh, a bunch of native, like a family, a native showed up, and this one native saw me and another guy who was actually black too, and she literally comes up to me. She's like, "Oh my god." You're black people. And she starts like touching me. She's like, you guys take advantage. You're black people. And she's literally like, t- and I literally had to like push her off and kind of like toss her to the side. I'm like, yo, this is, that was the weirdest thing for me in terms of like my, the, with my skin color, like for wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Like, fan rap. So, oh my God, you're that guy. You're black people. Like she couldn't get enough of, I don't know what it was. She's just trying to get, she's trying to grab on me and like, just didn't Same know what you were and was just curious. She didn't know, guess, man. Right? She didn't know. She it was like her first time seeing a black person ever. Ever. Like ever, ever. Like to get that close and she's touching me, like, wow, like it's actually in front of me. Wow. Like that was that was the but it wasn't weird to me. That was just like funny more than anything. In yeah. terms of racism. No, because nah, even with storylines, you kinda wanna we're we're in the entertainment business, man. We gotta use everything in life all all dynamics of life racism yeah. is a dynamic uh, of life so yeah. we use it in a well, way I'm, that can be edgy it can be kind of offensive we try not to be yes. but i've never been in a storyline that i was uncomfortable doing never and i've done some some racist stuff like right. i've done some racist stuff but it was all leading up to okay he's doing this disrespectful, disrespectful shit but he's gonna get his payback later it wasn't like just shit on a race or whatever there's always right. a means there's always a there's always a there was racial tones to the story yeah 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 there's racial tones but there's poetic justice in those racial tones like you you the guy gets his his his, his uh, comeuppance in the end so if it's just something where it's just like okay just continuous rhetoric of shitting on a certain rate no no never have to deal with that or feel uncomfortable no never no promoters ever said anything if they did i'd probably punch him to be yeah honest. Well, that's so, kind of what I was wondering, because like you just, I mean, you, you hear that there are horror stories out there, 
Yeah. And like, it, it hasn't really been until recently, obviously that, that it's just become kind of more acceptable to ask these questions. And like, I, and, and these are questions that I genuinely think that people should be asking, like, cause I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting to know because um, the fact that like the, to, like the fact that you and Justin are like, I, I consider both good friends of mine. The fact that you haven't had to go through that shit, like genuinely makes me feel a lot better just because it's like, okay, it's good. Like yeah, we're in I, Canada, I, though. <laughs> Canada's that's, different. that's a, that's a Canada's very good point. We, but, we're, we're, we're so, people we're can so still be, here. but people can still be hurtful, you know? And I'm just, I'm just yeah. glad that you guys haven't had to go through that shit because. No, nah, we don't. Like, like I said, Canada's the one who's, it's, it's different. It's, it's, I'm not gonna say it's, it's so much better. But it's definitely, it's better, for sure. Like, it is. Like, we're more respectable. Like, it's funny, because my, you know what's weird? So, my my girlfriend's dad worked with um, Bret Hart's dad. They were in the with Yeah, Stu. He worked with Stu. Oh, yeah. shit. And he didn't even, he, he, he's probably met Bret and Owen a few times and didn't give a fuck, because just, like, do your thing, man. It's not one of those things where it's like, we don't care about celebs. You don't, we, it's, it's different over here. We don't, we're, we're, we're more, um, we're way more uh, lackadaisical yeah. in, 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 in that part. We don't bother people. We don't try to piss people off to that point. A lot no, more most chill. Most of that shit you see is in the States. Like, no disrespect, yeah. but it's, it's just one of those things, man. It's hey, man, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. I've never dealt with, even going to the States, I've never dealt with any real racism. I remember this one particular time, this one guy, he wants to fight me because I had like humped you know, Ric Flair humps towards your girl. I had done that to his girl. He was super fucking mad. <laughs> I don't know if that was my race. I don't know, but no, he because he just he knew the Black Lavender could have fuck up on his girl. And he wanted I was to. Black Lavender. Then. I was just I was just regular Lionel. I was just regular. Bro, Lionel, but my you've always big, been so. Black Lavender. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> you might not have started calling yourself that shit until recently, yeah, but right. you've always been Black. <laughs> smooth son of a bitch (laughs) so question for you what was your like what was your aha moment is what i like to ask everybody like when like obviously you uh like you got through your training like you started doing whatever but i mean like what was the first kind of what what was your first moment where like because for me it took a little bit like it was definitely a few years just because um, just because of the training that I had, like my first real aha moment was doing the Northern hell tour working with Chi Chi Cruz. And, uh, okay. the, it just, he, he, he taught me how to wrestle like, like literally in, in one match. Like he, he just, everything that I needed to know that needed to be like kind of filtered down into, uh, what I needed was like, he just, it was all just chips and pieces. And it's like, he fucking knocked it the right way. And then everything just went, I'm like, Oh, okay. Wrestling. Cool. Yeah. Um, so like that was it for me. Like, what was your what was yeah. your moment where you're just like, ah, oh, shit. Okay, this is wrestling, and I got this. I'm actually really good at this. Um, fuck, my aha moment. Fuck, it's been so long. I, see, here's the thing. I've had a few. I don't have just. I don't have one. Like, do you remember what? Do you remember what your first one was? My first one ever was against uh, um, was Matt Cross. Okay. And that was my first one. My second, my, 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 my first one, like that most impactful one was Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn. Jesus. Was, was I didn't know you worked with Jerry. Tell me that story. Jerry Lynn, man, that guy's a sweetheart and a half. Um, so basically I was part of a group called PWA. It was led by um, Josh Prohibition. 
Nick Watts was in it. Lou Jabroni was in it. Uh, Christopher Bishop was in it. Uh, and Jeff Flurry was in it. So we had basically, we were basically fighting all the, all the faces of the company. Jerry Lynn was obviously the biggest face. So he had to get placed against Josh. Josh can show up to a show. So basically the way that the, the, the match was look, the card was looking, everyone else had opponents, but me. So they, they're like, okay, Lionel, you, you got to go against Jerry. I'm like, Oh yes, I do. Oh yes, I do. And, uh, set it up in a way where basically we're, 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 we jump some people and Jerry comes in for the save. And from that save starts the match. And he just basically, you know, what's crazy about that story about that, that, that match, that match, I got stomped in the face by a fan and I didn't give a fuck because I had to get up for my next spot with Jerry. Like he literally stomped me in the face. Boom. And I know sold this shit. It hurt like a motherfucker and dude was big. Like, I, I, I remember the guy. If I see him, I'm going to kill him. But he stomps <laughs> on my face twice. I no-sell the shit, get back up, and then run the next spot with Jerry. And then later on, that same guy actually gets punched by Chris Hero. I love my, I love my career. I love my career. I, I love okay. My career. <laughs> that I all makes my... sense. Because we've all – I don't know if, if you haven't seen the video. But, yeah, there's, there's a very popular video of Chris Hero punching a fan. And that was in and Toronto. I love Chris Hero for that because that's, that's the same fan who, who, uh, who, uh, who stopped me in the face. There was a, wow. it, was a, it was a group of dudes. They were just rambunctious as fuck. You could tell they've never been to a show. They're just over – they're just too happy. And uh, my match with Jerry goes on. So here's the thing. Those guys, I think, fought with three fans, with, with three wrestlers. Josh was one. No, no, I think they fought two. Josh, was, Josh Prohibition was one, and uh, Chris Hero was the second. They stomped my face, and, yeah, I think that would – so they do something with Josh. The stomping with me happens, and then the uh, match with, with uh, M-Dog and Chris Hero goes down, and they – what it was, they hit Chris Hero in the back – he thinks it's M-Doc, so he sells it. Mm-hmm. He turns around, and the guy just literally gives him a chop. But he, he's a fucking fan. So he yeah. gives him a chop, the backhand, like, just shitty. And Chris Hero just looks at him and just tees off. And yep. after he tees off, these guys are – it's funny. Chris Hero is defending himself, and these guys are calling him racist. Yeah. Because he's, because he's hitting them. He's somehow racist for hitting them. And then the, it's funny, the next show, they show up. And I told Chris, because me and Chris were cool. Me and Chris, we chop it up pretty well. And I'm like, yo, listen, Chris, you're going to go out there. And, and I'll let you know this. If anybody touches you in any way, they're going to pay for it big time. And it wasn't just me saying it. It was the entire locker. Like, we had come to a conclusion. Like, listen, today, last month was whatever. This month, this show, let's have fun. These guys are there. We, we're we're going to take their money. We're going to take their money. If they even so much as touch a single wrestler, they're gonna pay for it. No that problems. It. Oh, no problems. And then there were no problems. There was no so problems. I'm just gonna assume that this match with Jerry Lynn um, was like because you said that there was like a beat down, and then the match just started right from then and there. And like because I remember you saying that that was like a big aha moment for you. So I'm just I'm gonna assume that Jerry just kind of walked you through a match and you were just felt, and that was like the first time that you just felt comfortable listening and applying. Oh, here's what it was. Here's what it was. Here's what it was with Jerry. Before Jerry, I was going a hundred miles an hour for everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jerry controlled the crowd so well and he slowed everything down. That he was taught, my, aha. he taught you the art of making it look like you're going a million going nuts. Cause he like, was, 
when you watch the match, I'm thinking, because here's the thing, number one, that's one of those matches I wasn't tired. I wasn't like, <sighs> I need like 10 water. I didn't, I didn't need like a ton load of water. The crowd loved every part of it. We killed it. We did great. And he's just like, and he, he comes back, he goes, see how easy that was? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I really, really do. Like it was so, with M-Dog, it was one of those things where it was like, my aha moment with M-Dog was placing my, 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 uh, my my moves in order, like making psychology of it. Like this starts off here. Like like you don't do a four fifty and then finish off with a super. You know what I mean? You do you 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 build you build to that. That was you found, you found your formula. Yeah, found a formula with M Dog, and then with uh, with uh, Jerry, he taught me how to cook it properly. Perfect. You, you get what I'm saying? And, oh yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> even with even Kevin Owens. Same thing. He taught me a little bit more too. Like Chris Hero, I I, I have aha moments with everybody. Tyson Dukes, that was like two years. I had a, I had an aha moment with Tyson Dukes. The the last time I wrestled him what was a year ago, two years ago. I had an aha moment with him. You know, I have aha moments with 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 a lot of guys because like you never stop learning in this thing. Mm-hmm. You never ever stop learning. There's so much ways to do so much things, man. And there's. 100%. Many avenues to get to the same places. I don't know how you want to take it. My dog's over here. Just what up, dog? Walter. It's funny too. My girlfriend. My girlfriend's. Um, my girlfriend's uh, favorite group is Imperium because she's German and Italian, and her dog's name's Walter. So yeah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> it's badass, bro. But yeah, so that, that's that. I have aha moments with everybody, man. It's, no, that makes sense. Um, because yeah, you like we're we're always growing, and like it's a con- it's a continuous like growth process of of what we do, right? Yeah. Um, right. I'm kind of curious to see how many people have had those moments with you, just because like you're one of those guys who I don't think gets enough credit for being as good as you are. Uh, I I think that you're one of those guys who definitely doesn't get their just due. Like I think that when people talk about like top guys around here you know, people mention certain names and then it's just kind of like, well, what about Lionel? And there's like, Oh yeah, fuck Lionel. You know what I mean? And I, and I don't know why it, like, I, I know that it's certainly not like a disrespect. I don't know why thing. it's because I'm, I'm quiet though. I'm very, no, no, it's not it is. I'm quiet. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. You muted yourself there for a second. Yeah. That's my mom. Okay. Mom. You're back. Um, I try to be, I, tr- I want to be more, um, Socially, like media, friendly. It's just, it's just hard. It's just hard. I don't, I don't know. I don't find the allure to it. Really, it's just, it's Trust a lot me, of look at, me, look at me, look at me, look at look what I'm doing. I'm working out. I'm eating a strawberry. Look, it's. Car- Lionel keeps getting phone calls. I think, and he uh, he keeps getting muted. So. He's still with it. There you go. Yeah. You good? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm good. I was just explaining just uh, during the downtime that you're just getting phone calls, yeah. so it's it's muting. Yeah, but I just, I, yeah. But yeah, you're definitely not the social media kind of guy. Like no, that's just that's, that's, that's not you. I, that's what you don't hear. You don't. You're not gonna think of me right away. Yeah. You're not gonna I, think of me right away. It's, 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 it's my fault though. It is my fault. I got to be better about it. And everyone. Well, hey, you know what? Reggie Marley gave me some of the best advice I ever got, and it's just ain't nothing to it but to do it, baby. Just do it. Straight out. Straight out. Just got to do it. So, Lionel, I know that... You know um, I'm going to put up a post. Are you... F- no, you're not. You're going to forget mm-hmm. about that by the time that we're done. Here. No, no. Watch. Because I went to All Italy, right. right? I went to Italy. I'm going to put up a post today. 
I'm gonna put up I'm, a post that I, I, I was I'm, ex- from Italy. I'm excited to see this. I'm excited to see this. Better like it, Ben. Better I, like it, Ben. I'll fucking you know what? I'll like it from all my accounts. I got three that I can do that shit from. And comment on it too. I, I know how important. I know. I know the importance of liking and commenting. So if anybody's watching, please understand the <laughs> importance of liking and commenting. Um, so Lyle, I know that uh, I've I've only got you for a yeah. certain amount of time here. So I want to try to fit in a couple more things here just before I gotta let you get going. So I'm gonna hit you with a line of rapid fire questions here. Okay. okay? So I'm gonna hit you with ten questions that um, just first thing that comes to your head. You know the deal on this thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite match that you've been a part of? Favorite match I've been a part of? Fuck. Uh, I'm going to go Jerry Lynn. Who is not on TV right now? Who should be on TV right now other than yourself? Ah, uh, fuck. Justin Sane, Tommy Vendetta, uh, Tarek. Nope. Uh, fuck. I, uh, Del Bruno. A lot of guys. A lot of guys. Pretty Ricky. <laughs> oh, Pretty Ricky for sure. Uh, favorite band? Favorite band? Or musician. Oh, music. favorite band or musician? Favorite band or musician? I don't got a favorite band. Uh, musician, I'll just... Fuck, I don't even have a favorite musician, really. Fuck. Go-to artist, you know what I mean? Like, who's... Who, if, you, if, you, if you need to get pumped up and you're just like, fuck, Put some what in my ears? Oh, put some 50 Cent. Put some right. Jay-Z on there. That'll be cool. All right, cool. Uh, wh- who's your favorite sports team? Favorite sports team? Which which sports? Okay, okay. I got I got a few, man. I got Can- okay. Montreal Canadiens. All right. Got the Raptors, of course. Okay. You know, and, and I'm a football fan, Giants, all the way. That's, that's, Sorry that's, to that's, hear that. Yo, get the man, Ben. Don't do that. <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm just saying – that you now have our scrapped ass fucking coach as an offensive coordinator. So, good luck with that this who, 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 year. What team? What team are you? Bro, what team are you? Look behind me. The Cowboys. Oh my god! See, this America's is my team. Now you understand. Okay, so uh, <laughs> who's your favorite opponent so far that you've worked with? Favorite opponent that I've worked with. Favorite opponent I've worked with. I have a bunch. Uh, Black Jesus is a favorite opponent I worked with. Okay. Um, uh, um, Tyson Deuce is a favorite opponent. Nope. Um, Justin Sane. Uh, Del Bruno. I love working Del Bruno. Hacker. Love working. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of guys, man. A lot of guys. Um, a lot of guys. Aiden Prince. Can't forget that guy. Sure. Cannot forget uh, Prince. What's the biggest goal that you set for yourself that you have actually accomplished? was to win a belt outside of Canada, win a championship outside of Canada. Cool. What's the next yeah. goal on your list that you need to accomplish? To to get to a company that has TV where I can actually showcase talent and actually, like, do something. Like, uh, like any, any wrestling's awesome. I'm not going to say it's not. Like, it's dope. But I want to, like, you know, impact uh, AEW, yeah, yeah. something like that. I if I can reach one of those, I'll be, be happy. Who are – okay, so – um, think newbies, like things like almost like students that are like literally like just breaking in, you know, um, name me like a handful of guys, like three to five that are up and coming guys that maybe people should watch out for that they've never heard of. Um, guys that they should watch out for. I'm trying to think there are some people I'm just trying to think off the top real quick. 
Well, Pretty Ricky's still new to me. I see you watch him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty Ricky's new. I, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna pa- get past this question and 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 yep, think no, of someone that's, afterwards. That's all good. We can family feud this thing. Pass. Uh, proudest moment thus far outside okay. of the ring. My favorite moment outside of the ring. Yeah. What's your What's your proudest moment? Is that what you said? Yeah. Your proudest moment thus far outside of the ring. Um. That has to do with wrestling you're talking about. Yeah, just uh, whatever. It could be life. It could be anything. Oh, proudest moment outside the ring is being able to take care of my mom. Straight out. That's the proudest moment I have right now. And what's the best piece of advice that you can give to somebody who wants to do what you do? Don't. Don't uh, uh, deviate from your vision that you want to do. Even though there's a lot of suggestions, don't fully just leave your idea and just go with someone else's kind of try to stick to yours because in the end, in the end, that's what you're going to end up going back to it and up doing anyway. So try to have a focus and stick to your dream. Stick to okay. that, to that road. And to finish this off, the last question that we always ask is uh, I tried to give you a bit of an Iggy on this before. I don't know if you caught it on your uh, phone, but I always, uh, because again, this is a whole process to get to know my friends better. And it's just me asking questions all the time. So uh, I'd like to turn the table around and if, see if you have a question that you want to ask me. All right, what do you like about wrestling now that you hated? And what do you hate about wrestling before that you like now? Ooh, okay. Um, what I like about wrestling now... Oh, I said now, two up, baby. When you, told, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you gave me that question, I said, okay, I'm going I'm to give you a good one. No, Look no, that is dog. a good one. So, uh, cute. Get out of here. so what, I, what I love about wrestling now that I hated was... Uh, I've kind of told this story before, but like I, when I, when I trained and like when I first broke into the business, I was very much like, I was, I felt like I was like kind of in that last class of like being brought up the old school way by like the old school guys and being taught like a, like, you know, a certain way about the business, you know? Um, yeah. So the, fast forward to the Northern hell tour that we were talking about earlier, where I wrestled with Chi Chi Cruz. I also wrestled Kenny Omega on that tour before, oh, like he, before he got like popular and yeah. you know, I've, I've told this story a few times on here, so I don't want to beat a dead horse, but essentially he made me work to a level that made me angry at the time. But then after I finished working him, I was just like, Oh, that's where wrestling is going. I'm like, I don't like this, but like, fuck now I got to like, that's where it's going yeah 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 this is this is where the business is heading so um back then hated it now 100 percent appreciate it uh because i get it i I don't think that a lot of the Mm -hmm. older guys want to want to get it you know like because they're like oh well you know there's no psychology in it it's just like well no offense but what kind of psychology are you looking for? Are you looking for like real fight psychology or are you looking for pro wrestling psychology? Because there's yeah, some yeah. stuff that I've seen even guys like Cornette rip on where I'm like, you've you, a lot of these things that you get angry about with these guys or you're just like, Oh, it's an artsy fartsy bullshit thing. It's just like, that doesn't look like it could be in a real fight. And then I see you pick apart things that are like literally what a real fight would be and you're just yeah. like all oh, these fucking guys and their fake yeah. ass bullshit I'm like oh though. you, you so there's, but there but what i mean by that though is like i mean there's just they a lot of people who who should be kind of coming along with the times uh, they just choose not to but yeah yeah um like tid tid 
under like he's an very much an old school guy very much understands where wrestling is at now and can work with both you know what i mean yeah. um now what do i hate that i used to love is a fucking really good question um i this might be a bad thing to say but i guess just trying to um make everybody happy yeah i i don't know if that's a good answer to that but like um I used to really thrive upon just trying to like make sure that I was always doing the right things. You know what I mean? And that I was trying to never make anybody mad at me or do all of these things. What I was doing in the process was I was being inauthentic or, you know, I was being ingenuine. Um, so mm. it came across as all these things that I was trying to not do. I was actually digging myself a whole much deeper. Um, yeah. So it wasn't until I kind of like stepped away from the business and then kind of, you know, got into, you know, the mixed martial arts side and the kickboxing stuff that eventually I kind of was just like, you know what, I don't need to impress anybody. Like, why am I trying to make everybody here fucking happy? Most of these people, most of these people that I've been trying to make proud of me or happy are all garbage human beings. And <laughs> why the fuck do I want their approval? Yeah. Like, like, honestly, what does just because you are good at fake wrestling, and, and I mean that in the most respectful way possible, because I do it. But if we're going to look at the grand scheme of things, right, because you can perform a fake fight really, really well. I'm supposed to respect you as a human being and you're I'm supposed to just allow you to get away with being a garbage person because you can fake wrestle really good or because you lift weights really well and you look good in a pair of fucking tights go fuck yourself like <laughs> there's so many talented people in wrestling right now and there's so many yeah. people that yeah. look the part and again that don't need to as we discussed this before that those garbage human beings in wrestling i think are i, I they need to get again i, I I don't want to say that they all oh, the garbage needs to go, but the garbage needs to go, man. Like we have enough good people that the wrestling can thrive off of good human beings and it, be, and it can spread and it can bloom and blossom into this wonderful business oh, that we always wanted it to be where you can have these grown men that can still be men but be respectful enough to treat everybody equally and not have to fucking go around swinging dick. Like you need to be the fucking man or whatever, because yeah. like, it's, it's just, it's crazy to think that like where wrestling was and where wrestling is, if that makes any sense. So is, I think that the quicker that we can bridge that gap and we can just get people to stop being sh trash human beings, then that's, mm -hmm then, then we'll be so much better off. And, uh, I think, I don't know if that's the answer that you were looking for, brother. Uh, but. Good. No, I just want an answer. I just wanted to see you. I wanted to give you a question that would give me a long answer. Like, a, a, a you know what I mean? Like what you just did, basically. I like questions like that. Cause then it gives me a chance to understand exactly where you're coming from on, a, on whatever, you know what I mean? So that's why I asked you the question like that. No, I it's get good. That. It's good. You'd be good, man. 
Well, I appreciate that, buddy. So, um, I, again, I know that you've, uh, you've got to get going, and it's actually pretty crazy how fucking damn near perfect timing that we've got perfect this. But timing has been what I do lately. So just to wrap this up, guys, you can find the show, the Big Ben and Friends Podcast, on Twitter and on Instagram, at Big Ben AF Podcast. Please go give them a follow. Give them all the pictures and all the videos alike. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as well under the name Big Ben and Friends Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, which hopefully that's where you're watching us right now. If not, you're probably listening to us on Spotify, but please go and search us at youtube.com slash big Ben AF podcast. Please hit that subscribe button, hit the like button. As we've discussed that it's super important. Leave a comment, let Lionel know that you love him. Let me know that you appreciate the hard work that goes into this. Please, I need it. Yeah, we need, we need to feel good about all this stuff that we do, right? Um, you can find the audio version on Anchor, which distributes the show to Spotify. Please go listen to the show on Spotify because I want to try to uh, crank those numbers up as much as we can. You can find me personally on all of my social media at Big Ben is Angry. You can find Crossbody Pro Wrestling and the Crossbody Pro Wrestling Academy socials uh, everywhere at CBPW Academy, and that's across the board. You can find us on uh, the CBPW YouTube page at youtube.com slash crossbody pro wrestling academy where you can go and find a lot of amazing Lionel night matches from our first few years um, you can see where he won our heavyweight title you can see his entire reign as champion on our youtube page you can find us on independentwrestling.tv using the code crossbody to get five free days uh, where you can find a, an insane amount of excellent content um, and last but not least, you can support Crossbody Pro Wrestling and our amazing wrestlers and our staff by heading to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Crossbody Pro Wrestling, where all the proceeds of the shirt sales get split between the wrestler and our incredibly working production, uh, incredibly hardworking production staff, rather. Uh, Lionel, where can we find you on socials? Lionel Light. Oh, sorry. Black Lavender Baby on Instagram and Black Lavender Baby on uh, Twitter. Same Excellent. Thing, baby. Any final comments before we wrap this up, my man? COVID is going to be over soon. When it is, support wrestling the way you did before, if not stronger, because we all need it and we all need to get back to our regular lives and our loves and what makes things fun for us living and enjoying everything it is to life. Ben, you are dope and uh, it was fun doing this. We should get me and Justin on here. Maybe me, Justin, and Preston on here. Oh, no. Uh, we have a little fun, man. You let me know. You let me know. Dude, I can't, it, baby. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I fucking love you, dude. I, I'm really appreciative that you uh, decided to give me 90 minutes of your time to, to do this. And uh, I can't wait until everything goes back to normal so I can uh, give you a big fucking hug again because, uh, God damn it, I miss it, my man. It's been a lot. It's been a long time, man. Be good. Be safe, baby. Love you, Absolutely. Back. I love you bro, and we will chat soon. Thank you, Thank everybody, you, for homie. tuning in. This has been another episode of the Big Ben and Friends podcast. We will see you later. <laughs>